Screenless. Izzy Burton, artist, animation director, storyteller, winner of many awards. Welcome to Creative Cuppa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's quite all right. So, to quote your website, your childhood was spent building dens, swimming down rivers, and tucked away in a tree somewhere writing stories and drawing everything you saw. That sounds pretty idyllic. Yeah, um, I was very, very lucky to grow up in the Cotswolds. My family still live in the house that I grew up in, so it kind of it's backs onto fields and fields and I used to run off and go play and I feel like still in that era where people didn't really matter like care if you kind of disappeared off into the woodlands and the rivers for hours on end and came back at before dark type thing so it was very I was very lucky there's a lot of photos of me lying around in the garden always with a notebook and a pencil or pen in my hand so yeah I just I felt like I was very inspired by it all, but I also had a mother who was a teacher, so she was always teaching me things, and I think that really helped me want to kind of write stories and draw and all those types of things. So do you draw a lot of inspiration from that time, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think the reason I draw so much environment art is because I grew up in a world where everything was nature, and my mum taught me so much about birds and things I think I, I remember at primary school being shocked when kids didn't know the names of different birds and I then realized that maybe I was the weird one at age five knowing the names of every single type <laughs> of bird um but yeah I, th- I think it definitely inspired how I work because I do a lot of nature kind of drawings. You studied animation at Bournemouth University um, which you've described as the perfect pairing of maths and art why do you think they work so well together? It's a hard one because when I was looking at university courses, obviously when you like mass and art, people tell you to be an architect and that didn't really feel right for me. And then when I went to an open day at Bournemouth, um, I kind of, the course was perfect and I was kind of trying to do mass and kind of trying to do art. And I thought, oh, animation will bring that together and hopefully I can use the skills together. And then what I found in the end was that I was still good at the maths and still good at the art, but not good at the the parts of animation that combine the two. So I ended up being still very separate, which is, I guess, why I've gone into art, because I had to make a decision, which is kind of sad because I do miss some of the technical stuff. I get very excited when I get to make an Excel document of my income and things. Um, (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I, um, I tried to combine the two, but it's quite difficult yeah, I would ask you what you prefer, being an artist or being a director. But your animations, Via and Stella, for instance, seem to me to be Izzy Burton creations. You know, like the art and the direction are a part of the same brain. Yeah, I think so. My Via film, it came from me asking my studio if I could make a film. And it started off as a personal project um, before the rest of the team came on board. So I kind of set out with this idea that I was going to create as much of it or if not all of it myself. And then I guess I kind of got into that mindset. And now whenever I direct something, I try to do as much as the jobs as I can. And I delegate on the things that I'm really not skilled at, like animation and, and things like that. But I try to be involved as possible. And I think... I always wonder that as I kind of get my name out there and I get bigger projects, whether I'm going to really struggle to kind of let go of things. Mm. But I'll learn that as I I go along. Um, (laughs) At the moment, I really love being part of it all because in my head, 
I don't like the idea of becoming a director who just sits back and kind of tells people to do things. I like the idea of that I will always be making things. I don't think I ever want to stop the creating and making part of it where I'm actually hands-on and drawing things, even if it is just to design something that someone else then takes forward. Mm. But I think I always will want to have some kind of hands-on creation part of it as well as kind of just the ideas. It must be a real buzz, actually. You know, you spend a lot of time with your art and and creating these environments and these rich, vivid colours. So it must be amazing to see them come to life because you're directly, you know, this is a piece of artwork that you've come up with, which is now living, yeah. moving. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really exciting. And I spend half my time thinking, oh, why don't I just make little things all the time? Like, let's, like take all my pictures and make them move and things like that. But I never, I never ever get around to it. But it is, it's lovely when it kind of starts coming together. But I think when I'm mm. making it, I don't even really see it like that. It's only at the end when I can sit back and watch it and... I posted my short film Via again today because it's Earth Day and I looked at it and I was kind of like, oh gosh, I made this. And sometimes I have to, sit, well, in the future, I sit back and look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, that was that was pretty good. And even though my styles <laughs> developed because that was three years ago now, I can still see the stuff that I've done that I'm like, oh no, that, that will stand some kind of test of time. And I, yeah, it's really nice when you sit back and you can see it as a whole and all your images come together because I think I get so caught up in the details that when I can see it um, all together, I have to r- remind myself that the audience will watch this for the first time and it's going to be abundance of detail just because I know everything doesn't mean that everyone else is. So they'll, yeah. people have always said that they've watched things several times to try and catch all the things. And I think it's because to me, I know everything and I want it to be like a full world. But I have to remind myself that m- most people are going to watch it once and be like, oh, that's that's got a lot in it. So, yeah, it is it is nice. Yeah. Yes, like you say, you know exactly what goes into it. But I think what comes across is a, a, a rich, detailed world that you've created. People don't necessarily need to know this is moving from A to B or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Earth Day. It's almost uh, full circle, isn't it? You know, you being out as a child running through fields and drawing and climbing trees. And on Earth Day today, you've shared your short that really is about appreciating the world and each other and relationships. It almost feels like a full circle thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it's nice to see the things that I was inspired as as a kid. And especially since kind of doing, I do a lot of talks at um, events and things. And from that and things like this, I discuss my childhood and more and more I kind of find those links that have kind of followed through for everything and even asking my parents to get out photos of me as a child and I see things that I'm doing that are so me now and I just think it's really great that um, I've obviously worked really hard but I feel incredibly lucky that I've managed to take what I love doing as a child and actually make a career out of it and I think that's sometimes quite rare to happen that even as a child I didn't even think of it as a career the things that I dreamed of being as a child were not even near this but it was always kind of animal related and so I guess by now I get to draw a lot of things like that. But it's nice to think that the things that you've kind of subconsciously done your whole life can then become mm. like your whole career and everything. And it it's really nice, like, that again, like I do so much nature stuff. And it's just, I guess, that fact that because I'm passionate about it, I draw it. And then other people ask me to make stuff for that. So it's that nice thing of if you draw stuff, people normally ask you to make something similar. The amount of people that right. have yeah. contacted me saying, oh, do you want to make um, an animation with a dog in it? Just because Via has a dog in it, even though the dog's tiny and that people yeah. can see that you've done something and then they'll ask you. So I guess... And it's had an yeah. effect on them, clearly. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's had some kind of effect. Yeah. So talking of nature, you recently moved from 
the big smoke London down to the coast. Yeah. How's that been? And has living by the sea changed anything creatively for you? Yeah, so I left London because I went freelance last year and I spent a few months in a studio there. But I found, I felt kind of claustrophobic. I was very much, my studio was just down the road. So I was kind of staying in a very small part of London and I was getting really stressed by how many people there were around, even just going back and forth. And and before it had been a necessity because I was working in-house at a studio. So I was travelling and commuting across London for work. But I was kind of sat there like, why am I doing this now? The time that I did spend, I was trying to escape to the river, which is near where I lived in um, kind of Island Gardens, Greenwich area. And I was like, well, why am I not near like a nicer place where I can be outside more? And I obviously went to university at Bournemouth, which was a beach. And I love the sea. So I figured Brighton would be a good place. I'd gone a few months before to visit friends there. And it was the first time I'd ever been. And then I just decided, yeah, I'll just live there. And it's kind of very me. I just get these whims and I just go for it. Like freelance, I just decided one day I was going to do it. And I just did it. And the same with Brighton. It was like, I told my parents and friends, oh, I think I quite like Brighton. And then by like the end of the week, I'd found a place to live there. And it, that's kind of how I, how I do things. But um, it was it's really nice. I think I find l- loads of calm in being in nature and the seaside. It's just it just kind of helps me be zen. If I get stressed now, I can just go for a walk by the sea. And I think in London, I found it quite stressful because there's you go out for a walk and there's just people everywhere, even in the quiet spaces like parks. There's just it's just too many people. Mm. Um, and now I guess I'm finding it the same with social distancing because I'm like I'm stressed now by the small amount of people I see everywhere. So now I'm trying to like avoid people at all costs. But no, it's really nice being by the seaside. I think it's helped just to be out of that kind of craziness of London. I don't think it was helping me because as you can probably tell, I speak very fast. I do everything very, very fast. And I think by being in a calm and slower place, it just helps me be even like, it kind of winds me back a little bit. Um, yeah. But Brighton's great because it's still a very busy city and there's still lots going on. It's a really creative place as well, isn't it? Yeah. And that's sea air. There's nothing like it really, is there? No, no. It's really great. <laughs> so uh, where can people find you online, Izzy? Um, I have an Instagram and Twitter and they're both under the username Izzy Burton Art. And I have my website, which is izzyburton.co.uk, which I try to keep updated regularly but I often find a page that I haven't updated in ages and it sounds <laughs> awful um, but yeah I try to keep that up to date but um, Instagram's my main one I guess I try to interact mostly with people there and yeah fantastic that's brilliant well thank you ever so much for joining me for a cuppa thank you it's been great thank you have a really good day yeah you too thank you so much mm-hmm.